Vegas Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels People I Don't Hate Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here And today I have uh, You know, when I think of The word Youth It makes me think of all the promise and hope that someone has when they're just looking forward at their potential career and potential life. And this young woman has done more in the last mega section of life than most of us probably have done in our whole life. And I'm proud to uh, welcome the one and only Kaya Dream. Kaya, how are you doing? Good. How is everyone today? <laughs> I guess everyone's doing fine, hopefully. Knock on wood. Oh, yeah. You can't hear me. <laughs> Respond to me. <laughs> but I'm doing great. Uh, you know, what, is, what has it been like the last year for you in terms of um, having to deal with something like the pandemic? Um, have you been able to use that time to your advantage to um you know excel yourself in in your conditioning and in your training or was it one of those things where you just had to take a breath and take a little time off uh and then you know start it back up once um everything was clear to to get back into the ring um well at first of course everyone had to take time off and just stay at home. So that was, um, I mean, honestly, at first, like not having to work and not really having to do much was nice. But then, of course, it gets old. Um, But I think it's definitely opened up a lot of um, opportunities in a way where it's like you have the time or we had the time to just be at home and watch things, learn new skills, um, kind of figure out you know ways to make it without just a regular job because obviously that's not sustainable these days Um, but that was nice and then as far as the training goes whenever it did start back up like it was just right back where we started the only thing I would say that's different is like the traveling and the sometimes the shows with no fans that's different but I feel like we're kind of getting back to it now, um, especially with the vaccines and things like that coming out. So, what for you? What um, you you train with the the father figure to now many of wrestlers who are learning from him, and that's Devon Dudley. Mm-hmm. What for you was a the draw to that particular school? And B, did you expect the training to be what it was when you started? Did you have any idea how wrestling training worked? Yeah, well, I had trained at a few places before then. Um, What drew me to Devon School, um, I actually met him doing some extra work for WWE. And I was like, that's Devon Dudley. I was like, I should go introduce myself. So I just went up, introduced myself, basically uh, talked to him. And uh, he told me to come check out his school. And ever since, it's just 
It's been that, and it's been better than any school I've ever been to. Um, it's exactly what it should be. Right. I feel like um, compared to the other schools I've been to, they, you know, like there is like we, we work out, we train for wrestling, like uh, we train to do what we're trying to do. Like whatever it is, um, you're trying to get out of it. I feel like he just... I'm trying to explain this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like the way the training is set up, um, it's just preparing you to, to succeed um, and not just because I don't know. I feel like some of the other schools, it's like they just really care about money or they care about um, they don't care about you going far or wherever you go as long as they get paid. Yeah. And Devon's that it's like family. Um, I feel like I'm finally on the right track to going exactly where I want to go. And I feel like I'm just in the right place. Like I'm home finally. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, with that, when you started training, how old were you? And was there any um, negative aspect from either family or friends of, you know, you wanting to get in the ring and wrestle? I started at, um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. <laughs> um, I started at 18 and not really from my friends and family that like my family's very supportive. They've always been very supportive. It was more so from, I don't know, I guess like people I work with or things like that. I feel like people really didn't believe I was going to do it or they just thought like, okay, she wants to be a wrestler. Like, yeah, right. And then when I finally like moved to Florida, cause I'm from Georgia. So that was always the thing for me. Like I'm going to move. Um, cause Florida, that's where WWE is. That's where like more opportunities are. And I mean, I grew up in Georgia. I just wanted to get out of there out. as well. <laughs> cause I feel like uh, I trained there for a little bit, but it just wasn't much opportunity. And I don't think I was really getting any better. So right. I was but yeah, people were negative. Anybody, honestly, if you have a big dream um, that's outside of someone's comfort zone, they're going to be negative and they're going to, you know, be haters. But when I actually did it, it's like, oh, now. <laughs> yeah. They're... Prove them wrong. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea. <laughs> Prove them wrong. Um, speaking of that, and I really I never ask this question to to anyone and it just kind of hit me when you talk about haters how has it been for you adapting to um social media and reading you know any kind of comments that people who might be just haters <laughs> decide to leave um i mind my business at the end of the day i do what i do and i know what i do and what i have going on so if anyone wants to be negative that's on you because misery loves company and i don't got the time i know where i'm trying to go i know what i'm trying to do so be negative it's it doesn't matter to me because you only hurt yourself at the end of the day <laughs> like yeah. i got things and i don't have time for negativity so it never really bothered me like honestly even in like high school dealing with a lot of negativity like i always kind of just stay to myself um do what i came to do do my job or whatever it, i'm doing and yeah, yeah. i just kind of i stay away from that i don't 
I don't have time for negative people or sure. negativity at all. <laughs> um, when people look at you, do they underestimate you because of your size um, and because you are so young? Um, is there a little bit of a um, kind of not thinking that you're as athletic or as uh you know tough as you actually are is it deceiving to people and you know would would anyone ever start anything with you um maybe not thinking that you have some kind of background in pro wrestling and basically get their ass kicked if they started something with you I think yeah, it's definitely deceiving, especially to people who don't wrestle or who people to people who don't know I wrestle. Yeah. Um, they'll be like, "Oh, you wrestle? Like what?" <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's definitely deceiving because especially people who see me like just you know working or just on a regular day. If I tell them, they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, in in the studies and the training that you've done at Devon School. When you're preparing um, on studying for character aspects and and learning, basically putting matches together, you also get a chance to kind of learn the difference between a face and a heel and how the work style is done. For you, is it more natural to be the villain or is it more natural to be the hero? It honestly depends because it really just depends on the crowd. Because sometimes I think I'm like the best baby, and then it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's ever just said nothing, but it's like it just doesn't feel right. And then sometimes it's like I can be like a heel, and it's like I get the reaction. So it just, it just really depends on the crowd. I think I like. I don't know. Heels are heels are more fun, but baby is fun too. So I really enjoy doing both of them. Um, I really, I'm trying to figure that out. Honestly, sure. I work both. I do both. So no, that's that's great that you're trying to figure it out because you're still in a point of growth where you don't have to be labeled either or. You know, and plus. When you're in the independence, you're working for different companies, so you have different situations you're going into, which makes a lot of sense. Um, on this journey, you also have met up with some of my favorite guys, and that's Culture Inc. How the hell did you get hooked up with those guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like it was an event. It was like a, um, I want to say a Black History event or something. Sure. Really, um, I knew it was a show, and then I think shortly after they asked me, um, they asked me like, was I looking, you know, to join a basically a group? And I was like, I mean, I guess, like, I watched some of their stuff, and I thought it would be fun and a good idea. So that's kind of how we got started. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely remember it was at a show. I'm just honestly, I can't remember which one it was, but I think it was uh, some Black History Month show, like last year or maybe the year before that. <laughs> is is it with those guys? Is it like you're the little sister um, to them, or 
are you even more of the boss than they are? Uh, nah, it's more like we're all kind of do our own thing, sure. but um, it's more like, I guess, yeah, you could say little sister because they're always critiquing me and letting me know about my matches or, <laughs> you know, whatever else. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a family like relationship. Um, it's a good relationship. Has it has it been um, tough on you when you travel? Uh, you know, you're you're doing various different places, you know, around the country when you get a chance. Uh, obviously, as the pandemic's hopefully getting mm-hmm. under control, you'll get more of that chance. Um, is that something that you enjoy doing? Is it something that is kind of you know, tedious at times. What are your, you know, feelings and aspirations on getting a chance to work at different uh, places? Um, I like to travel. Uh, I don't like driving in a car for long. So if I can go in a plane, like I'm good with that because I'm I can really can't do more than three hours without. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too long. <laughs> but um, as long as I can fly, I'm all good with it. But I do like traveling. I like going um different places. I've always liked to travel, even before wrestling. So that's just an added bonus to me. Um, I really would re- um sorry would like to travel um sure. out of the country and do things in like Japan or even Europe. And places like that, but since the pandemic, that's that's kind of on hold right now. Sure. What's your favorite um, thing that when you look at what Devon has installed in you, what is your favorite thing that you've learned so far that maybe someone who's a younger wrestler, if they hear this, can kind of relate to it or seek out that you know piece of advice or what is it for you that sticks out um what deep i like at the school that he instilled it's honestly just like hard work and it's like your work really pays off it's not um you know if you if you go and you do what you're supposed to do and you go in there and give your all and your 100% every time um, then, you know, you'll get the reward for it. That's what I like. I feel like he gives you the opportunities to really like do your best in different aspects, whether it's the workouts, the wrestling itself, like um, the spots we do, things like that. Um, I just feel like that that would be my thing. Like mm-hmm. it really took up my training to a different level because in some schools, I feel like, um, and not to talk down about any of the other schools I've been to, sure. but it's just some things, it's like there's just that level of just like uh, seriousness, and I feel like Devon has it. It's like when I come there, it's like I'm aiming to do better than I did last time. I'm always aiming to do better um, in the workouts, like I say, and in the wrestling itself too. And I want to make sure I'm always putting – my best foot forward to improve and get to where I'm trying to go. When you, when you do something good or when you do something that is not as good, you know, is obviously you, you have that, that difference when you're in the ring and you're training and you're learning. 
Is there something that he says, or uh, maybe another trainer uh, at the school says, um, that encourages you to grow? Is you know, how does that system work where they can point out maybe some of the flaws that you need to work on, but yet not discourage you from growing and getting better? Yeah, like, well, we have matches and things like that. Um, normally at the end of practice, he'll always, like, he'll, like, write, have a list and kind of just write down things. And he'll go over the good things and then, like, the things we need to critique. And, like, the way he says it, it's always something like, okay, well, let me show you this or let me show you a different way versus, oh, that was just bad. Because <laughs> like, some people are like that. Like, yeah. they'll, they'll tell you, like... <laughs> that was yeah. that was bad or, but he he's not like that um he'll let you know if you need to fix something and then he'll show you how to do it so i i like that about it um and just basically like show you how to improve because the business itself anyway it's a lot of pressure always yeah um i mean any little mistake can feel like the worst thing in the world honestly but you know you got to keep it moving and keep trying to improve so um in class are you working with uh the guys or are there other women who are in the class and are training um because i know back when i trained it was very rare to even have a woman in any class let alone they had to wrestle with the guys just because there was you know, very little women to uh, actually train with. What's the what's that like for you over there? Um, it's both. I work with women too. Um, I do work with the guys a lot, which I like also because I don't know, guys. It's like I just feel like you can hit them a little harder, <laughs> and it's not so bad. Because <laughs> I feel like they have so much, like you know, like back and yeah. chest, just like really lay it in. So that's something like I'm trying to get used to doing with women, too, because I feel like um, sometimes I've tried to like hold back on women because sure. I don't know. But it's not because of them. It's just like it's different with men. It's like a different vibe. But I work both. And um, there's other there's other women who train at Devon's um, with the um, let's say rivalries you've had. Because you've wrestled, uh, you know, a couple women on a few different occasions. Who so far has been your favorite um, opponent to work with? Um, I would definitely say like Layla is Layla Gray is one of my favorite uh, right now. Um, I used to work Gia Roman a lot. I enjoy sure. working her as well. Um, I'm trying to think who else I could really consistently. I'll say pretty much those two are the the main ones I've really like been consistent with. So I enjoy working um both of those both of them. With um, you know, all of your focus headstrong on wrestling, what is it in your downtime that you're able to do to either unwind or have fun? I haven't done much fun things in a long time. <laughs> no, honestly, um, I what I've been doing really like I do tarot cards. I'm into like yoga, meditation, things like that. 
So I would say those are some of the hobbies I have, but mainly it's just gym training work. Sure. Cooking <laughs> when I can. <laughs> and that's about it. And then like now, like I've just been trying to like really, really study a lot of um older matches. Sure. Like just things like before my time, uh, because I really started watching wrestling around when I was 10, which was 2010 for me. So a lot of things like a lot of the big things that happened were a little bit before my time. So sure. that's why I'm trying to like go back and, and make sure I kind of know my history and just just learn. So that's kind of what I've been doing in my downtime lately. So um Given that type of math, are you turning 21 this year? Yep, I'll finally be legal. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, you know, speaking of that, and I know when I turned 21, um, I was in college, so I was, you know, surrounded by certain things on a campus, um, which was more convenient to, uh, you know, try out my actual license and you know show off the 21-ness is there a place that uh you guys would go to when you turn 21 uh someplace that maybe you know the guys you train with or um you know even just your friends that you know is like the party place or the best place to uh, grab a drink uh in the area you know, I'm not really a big fan of going out. Uh, maybe for my 21st, like, I feel like you, you kind of just have to. But honestly, like, for me, my perfect 21st birthday would be, like, to travel, like, out of the country somewhere. Or just travel in general and do something, like, fun. Sure. Because going out to me, is, it just it just gets old. I feel, I feel like when I was in Georgia, I used to go out a lot more. Sure. So, uh now that I've been in wrestling, it's kind of like, I don't, I really, it's just like my focus is just somewhere else. But I know like, it's still okay to go out and have fun, like get a drink and stuff. I just, I don't know yet. Sure. I'll figure it out. <laughs> when <it's time. laughs> no, that's, you know, that's a great perspective too, because I think that a lot of times, um, you know, people who are between the ages of 18 and 25, they don't have like even a direction of what they might want to do. So the focus hearing you say that is such an important word. Where do you get that drive from? Is it from your parents, grandparents, uh, you know, siblings? How, how is it that you have been able to find this focus and been so strong headed to get into it and try to make this happen? Being from where I'm from, I'm um, from a small town. A lot of people don't really do much. Uh, or they, I mean, they, they do, like some people do. They go to college and things like that, which is good. But there's a lot of examples I've been around that of what I don't want to be like. And um, just going through some of the things I went through um, in high school or like I don't know, just being in, like, a small town, it's just, like, I just, that's where my motivation, like, I don't want to be, like, these people. I don't want to, and there's, like I say, there's nothing wrong with them, but right. I, that ain't me. Like, I'm meant for more, and just knowing that, um, that's honestly where my motivation came from. Like, 
I will say my mom and like my grandma as well, they're very like headstrong people. Um, my family in general, but it's, it's more of just like, I know what I want out of this lifetime. Yeah. And yeah, like oh, the people, how, where I'm from, like that ain't it. Like <laughs> I want to be, um, I don't know. I just know that I'm meant for something bigger. And I also do want to inspire others as well. So it's like, I need to do what I need to do now. That way, when I am older, like I will have, you know, time to relax. But right now, like to me, it's, it's just like, it's work, work time. Well, like, you just, you just said a very um, important thing. And that is the idea of inspiring others. Have you noticed when you've been in front of a crowd and there might be kids there or even thought about in the future your impact on the little girls who are in an audience watching you wrestle? What does that feel like in your mind to know that here you are, almost 21, the girls who are 10 years old now watching you? will be your age in 10 years, you know? So yeah, how, yeah, how, <laughs> how do you look at that as being potentially someone that young girls are going to look up to, to, you know, eventually hopefully get them into whatever it is wrestling or, or dream wise that they have. Well, that's why I do what I do, because I have four brothers. I mean, well, I have two brothers and two sisters, so I have four younger siblings. Okay. So um, just like growing up with them and then um, just being around them, it's like I always feel like I need to inspire and be an example. So for, you know, kids in the crowd and when they want to come up and take pictures, like that means a lot, because honestly, to me, sometimes like in my head, it's like, oh. They, they like, like me, like, <laughs> but, um, that's the thing. Like, I just want to make sure whatever I do, I'm putting a good example, um, for, you know, someone younger to follow. And my main thing is that, you know, I just want kids to follow their dreams because like we were talking about earlier, I feel like some people are just so negative if it's not the, you know, cookie cutter, like exact way, or I did this, or my daughter is doing this oh, my daughter's going to this school or this college, so you need to do the same. Like, no, you do what you want to do as long as you put the work in. I mean, don't just sit around and do nothing, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, make sure you um, follow your dreams because this, you know, life, time flies, and it's just important to make sure you leave your mark the way you want it to, not the way my mom wanted me to or, you know, or this person wanted me yeah. to the way I want to. Um, in terms of leaving your mark, what are your aspirations in terms of, is the WWE the pinnacle for you? Do you see yourself wrestling for the women's title at WrestleMania? Or is it a dream of, hey, if I'm employed by a major company and I'm doing what I love. That's the most important thing to me. Nah. Um, I mean, it's important, yes, that when I'm doing what I am love. But honestly, like, yes, I see myself as, like, main event 
championship, NXT Women's Champion, Raw Women's Champion, SmackDown. Like, no, I'm trying to get up there. And then even after that, like, I'm still, you know, I want to do more, like, wrestling. I don't just want to be in there just to just to say I'm there. That's why I'm focusing so hard now on my actual, like, craft because it's one thing to be signed, but it's another to just be, like, the, on the top. And that's, like, what I aspire to be because you got to, you know – take it all the way like you're if, especially because wrestling is hard like it's a lot that goes into it so it's like if i'm gonna do this i'm going to put everything i got right. like it's not just and i mean i understand like timing and and things have to you know you have to go through certain things right. to get certain things but nah that ain't just being there ain't good enough like i got to be on top <laughs> Um, right now, when you look at uh, you know any woman out there who's wrestling, who would be your dream matchup? I would say Bianca Belair, like as of right now, because I just feel like she's really like killing it. I love everything she's doing. Her, you know, personality. That would be a dream. Oscar, I love watching Oscar. I have a few, so. <laughs> but um, I love watching her older stuff in Japan as well. So sure. I would say that. But honestly, like, even, like, going back to when I was a kid, like, who I was obsessed and really just love watching was Mickey James. So that would probably be, my, like, my dream, dream match because Mickey's always been my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, when you look at the opportunity of potentially um, training at somewhere like NXT, developing there, what is it that Devon School does to prepare you for that? And down the line, is it something where um, NXT would reach out to Devon to, to see, hey, do you have any students? that we want to take, you know, that we should take a look at? Or how does that relationship work in terms of, you know, the school and potentially getting you tryouts at other organizations? Um, well, we prepare because Dion, like, since he's a Hall of Famer from WWE, that's kind of how we operate. Like, um if it's something in a match, he might be like, you know, Vince likes this or Vince doesn't like that. Or um, as far as our workouts go and um, our warmups and things like that, we do them in the way they would do them in a tryout. So it's really intense. And that's why um, he always says like any students that came from his school that had a tryout, like never blow up or anything like that, because we literally blow up all the time. We're used to it. So that's, how that works um and you know like you said and having experience experience with other uh, smaller wrestling schools um is there that difference that what essentially you're getting from an education from devon is that experience of a hall of famer um and do you think by having this knowledge instilled in you, having that little voice in the back of your head that 
will be Devon for the you know for the rest of your career, that you'll be able to make the choices that you need to make to propel you to a career like Bianca is having now. You know, is that something? It's almost like um, is is Devon the the dad in the back of your head? as a guiding light to, you know, trying to be successful in the business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely having him, um, it definitely helps out and him, you know, being where he's been and has like being a hall of famer, doing the things he's done, it definitely helps. And, you know, him giving us his advice, but at the end of the day, it's still, really depends on you i guess and how far you go because you still got to put your you still got to put your work in and you got to do it your way too but yes i will say definitely compared to other schools devon is the most genuine um and that I, i like i love when people are actually genuine and it's like you they're not just being fake you know or not really caring if you make it or not like devon genuinely cares and he's doing everything he can to make sure that we are on the right track to, you know, be doing whatever we need to do to get to where we want to be. Sure. Um, okay. I'm going to, as we finish up here, I'm going to throw a couple wacky uh, things at you here. First question, which are more scary zombies or clowns? Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> what why what what is so creepy about a clown i don't know i, just, I feel like because they're smiling at you like oh <laughs> <laughs> um, zombies it's like you kind of already know what it is like clowns want to play games like if you're gonna kill me just kill me <laughs> don't be smiling at me <laughs> um do you have a favorite romantic movie I used to really love The Notebook, but as I watch it now, I really, like, don't like it as much. I feel like maybe I was just in middle school, like, thinking that's how relationships were, and then now it's, like, stupid, but that used to be it. And then I look, um, what's another one? Uh, I used to, no, it's, like, it's the same thing, like, Love and Basketball. I used to love that movie. yeah. But now that I watch it better, I'm I'm like, dang, like he really did her kind of wrong. So (laughs) I don't know. Not really anymore, but yeah, I would say those two. (laughs) Um, If you had the opportunity to work with either Kevin Hart or The Rock on a movie, who would you choose? The Rock. (laughs) Um, What is it about Dwayne Johnson that you would say is a quality that you would love to have? His charisma, for sure. I think I'm pretty charismatic, but in the ring, it's a different story. Like, in general, yes, but, like, doing that while wrestling is it's a little bit more difficult. So I would say definitely his in-ring charisma and mic skills. Sure. Um, 
if uh, if a friend was to say, "Hey, um, I want to take you out for dinner um, and just you know have a good time, have a little fun, have a good conversation," is there a certain place that you would go for a you know a meal uh, that would be you know one of your favorite places to go? For food, I love Outback. That's my favorite restaurant. And I love seafood, too. So if you got a good seafood boil, like, I'm down. Sure. Um, what's your favorite thing at Outback? Are, are you a Bloomin' Onion? Yeah, I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I like that. And then, like, I love their um, Alice Springs chicken. I get the mm -hmm. same thing every single time. Isn't that funny? I think that I've noticed that through the years that not only do you personally have your like go-tos and that seems to be constant once you get all the time, but you can see that almost like anyone, if you go out with a friend and you go to the same restaurant, you'll notice that a lot of people have the same habits all the time. Do, mm -hmm. Is there something in your life that you have to do habit wise like consistently almost like ocd i think making the bed <laughs> that's like a habit because i feel like if the even if it's a bunch of stuff like on the floor like as long as the bed it's... is made <laughs> it looks nice <laughs> it looks good <laughs> <It> can... <laughs> um with that um I'm going to wrap it up here by asking you this question if, um, and, and then we'll, we'll have, uh, you can give your uh, social media for people to follow you. Um, but what is one thing you'd like for people who might not know you yet to know about you? Um, you know, and either, you know, wrestling wise or just, personal you know being a person wise what is what is something you want your you know people who you want to become fans what do you, what would you say to them is is something they should know about you um i mean i would say just watch what i do more so than what i say because um actions speak louder than words at the end of the day and i'm putting in the hard work to be um, you know, on top of everything that I can be on top of. Sure. So, um, yeah, like, just just watch me. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> awesome. And what, uh, if, if the just watch me is the tag, where can they just watch you right now? What's your uh, social media uh, they can follow you on? Um, definitely Kaya Dream. So that's K-I-A-H, the word dream on Instagram, as well as on Twitter. Those are pretty much the only two. I'm working on a YouTube, but I sure. will post that, um, you know, as soon as I get that up and running Excellent. on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to talk. Uh, I know, you know, we're getting right around the corner here to that busiest time of year, uh, especially in Florida being WrestleMania season now uh, with, you know, just a couple of weeks away. And um, 
you know, it's fun watching what you're doing. Um, I'm very excited because your presence, your your personality, your charisma definitely shows, and your hard work in the ring shows as well. And man, there's nothing but you know, th- there's no ceiling for you. The, the sky's the limit. And I'm um, just very impressed with what you've been able to accomplish in such a short period of time that I can only imagine what you'll be able to do in a long stretch of time. And that is very exciting. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, you know, I appreciate that. I really do try to, you know, work hard and just put my all into everything that way it'll pay off (laughs) when it pays off awesome well i hope that people listening and people who are watching if uh you don't know kaya please check out you know her instagram and um you know learn more about her check out some matches uh you can find some stuff on youtube out there and um if you do know kaya Please continue to support her work. And um, do we have an only tease uh, shop yet? You know, I should. I don't. (laughs) But I will be working on that because it's long overdue. So, so soon. But when I do, I will post it. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kai, for joining us. And for everyone listening or watching, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.